Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney. All right, good day and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another Live the Fuel show. So today, actually it's this evening because it is 5 p.m. our time on the East Coast of the U.S., we're tuning in with a fellow East Coaster. This gentleman, uh, Harris from uh, Connecticut, while I'm recording down here in Pennsylvania. So uh, I do love the New England area. It is beautiful. Uh, but let's get to the chase here. This gentleman is the founder of Rewind. And you want to remember that. Rewind is your keyword of the day. It's, remember that all caps. Shout it out to yourself. Hashtag it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's the home of the world's first nutrition called Superbar. He's also the author of The Millionaire Workout. Passion to Profits was featured on the front page of the Wall Street Journal and called the world's number one lifestyle entrepreneur by entrepreneur. And I do love to talk about health, business, and lifestyle on this show. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, from Connecticut, Ryan Lee. Thank you, Scott. I could hear the round of applause already. And by the way, (laughs) so just one little correction. I, I live in Connecticut. I've been here for... About 20 years. Oh. I'm a, I'm a New Yorker. Okay. I apologize. I, am, I apologize. I am. <laughs> Does, do you New, York, you, you New Yorkers take that very seriously. We take it very seriously. Yes. I am, I'm from New York. I'm a New Yorker. I am a, a transplant in Connecticut, uh, although I am enjoying the- Well, I mean, nowadays, well, actually not even nowadays, for a long time, I mean, all the trains go there. I mean, it's right. if you're smart, you don't pay what it costs to live in New York City. Um, no. I mean, that's happening in my area. We were just, uh, actually, ladies and gentlemen, we were just joking around because I live in Allentown, Pennsylvania. I used to live in historic Bethlehem. And uh, this gentleman has actually come to our wonderful greater Lehigh Valley area of all places, an amusement park called Dorney Park and Wild Water Kingdom. Wild Water Kingdom. (laughs) (laughs) And how long ago was that, by the way? Oh, God. I was, I mean, the last time I was there, it has to be 25 years. Probably like, yes, but at least that. Uh, but I remember it was for every summer we used to go to Dorney Park and Wild Water Kingdom. And now here I am talking to <laughs> the amazing See, if, Scott. I thought you could get away and somehow podcasting pulls you back in. So It does. By uh, the way, did it, has anyone told you, you, you have like that radio voice. I've been hearing that more. You have. So. I, even the way, the way you do the intro, the pauses, I like it. And I am going to reciprocate with. The same dramatic. Oh, the same dramatic pause. Very nice. Uh, I like I've, it. I've been adding more of it in. I mean, granted, we've, <laughs> as of this morning, as you and I are recording this, I aired episode 203. And the show, I launched it in September of 16. So we're mm-hmm. coming up next month wow. on two years. So That's awesome. That's great. I mean, you're just, you're going. Like, you're not stopping. And no, I mean, that's a testament to you. And, and I think it's a testament to showing what, if people who want to be an entrepreneur, you have to keep going. It's the hardest. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll talk about it. It's the hardest thing in the world. No, go uh, with it, man. This is we don't we don't format this show. You're you're already digging into something clearly. It means something to you. So let's 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 touch on the importance of. I've been using this more lately. Putting in the reps a lot. Mm-hmm. I've been using that a lot. It just started happening over the past couple of months. I am a health and fitness nut, so that's why I knew you and I would vibe today. But more, most people don't understand the importance of putting in the reps outside of the gym in life. So oh yeah, yeah. It, it's. You know, um, everyone talk like the big look. The big mantra now, you know this. If you've been online for any length of time, now it's hustle, hustle, grind, keep doing it. You oh, know, you mean Gary Vaynerchuk? Oh yeah, and I know, and I've known Gary for I don't know seven years. We've actually spoken at two events together. Yeah. Um, it was really interesting. We spoke at one about two years ago. It was in London 
in a boxing ring. So, and, and we I'm both not sure spoke. if I saw that video. Uh, yeah, it was, it was an interesting, uh, it was fun though. But, and he's, he's a great guy and I really like Ari. Um, and I agree with him on a lot of stuff he teaches. What, what I don't necessarily agree with is keep working hard, 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 and eventually it's going to, you're going to succeed just by working hard. It's not true. Here's why. Because there's a lot of entrepreneurs, I don't know how to put this um, bluntly, it, their ideas just are not, they suck, right? I don't care how hard you're working, how hard you're hustling and grinding. If you don't have a good idea, a, a, you don't have a good hook, you don't have a good lead, you don't have a real reason for existing in the marketplace, then no one's going to buy it or follow you or watch you or purchase your products or services. And then you're just going to get frustrated. And then it kind of makes you feel guilty. You're like, well, I'm working so hard. Um, I have my full-time job. I'm working five extra hours at night. I'm not making any money. It must be me. I'm not working hard enough. And then you start feeling guilty. And it's like, oh my God, God forbid you watch like a show on Netflix. You know, now all of a sudden you're lazy. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, so look, I agree. You have to work. You got to work hard. You got to put in the reps. When I first started as an entrepreneur, and this is going to sound, oh, my first website was back in 1998. Oh, so you, I was got, you re- got me beat. You got me beat. Yeah. Yeah. I was really early and I had the world's first strength and conditioning membership site back then. Okay. And I was working full time in a children's hospital. I was training clients in the morning. I'd work nine to five. I trained clients at night. Then I took graduate classes for a master's in exercise physiology. Then I'd go home. I wouldn't get home till 930 at night and then work on my website. So I remember putting in those hours, but it was also the right idea and timing plays a part. So- I get the value of hard work, but you still have to have a good idea. And as an entrepreneur, you also have to get back up because you have to be ready to get to take hits because no matter what, even if you do have the good idea and you have the drive and the passion and the hustle and you've got the Scott, the Scott Mulvaney looks and the radio voice and everything's fallen into place, you're still going to get your butt kicked. You're still going to get knocked down and you've got to get back up. You just do. And that's why if, if it's something you're excited about, even better. Um, if you're not excited about whatever the market is, let's say there's a hot market about, uh, what's that freaking video game the kids are playing? Fortnite, oh, right? Oh, God. Let's, I've been hearing about that a lot more. FYI, you might have noticed the audio change because I've I watched over 200 podcast shows. And for some reason, every once in a while, Zoom decides to not enable my super mic. And you were listening to me over my webcam audio, so I should sell. Well, now all of a now. sudden you're you're right here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And speaking of Super Mike, let's talk about Fortnite. So Fortnite. Yeah, what's up with that game? I, have, I don't know. I, I some, haven't even looked at it yet. I, have I don't even. I don't even understand. Some <laughs> kind of free video game, and everyone like kills each other. Kids are nuts about it. I know my kids aren't. Thank God. Um, so the but if you're not passionate about it, like me, I, I know nothing about the game mm. just because it's an opportunity. It doesn't mean it's a good idea for me to start the business because when things get hard, when things get rough and there's more competitive competitors and I'm facing hardships and challenges, if I'm not excited about it, if I don't wake up saying, Oh my God, I can't wait to do this in Fortnite," then I'm just not going to succeed. And others going to push past me. So it's kind of this, yeah, art, science, hustle, sweat, passion. It's all kind of mixed in and like entrepreneurial stew. I like that. Entrepreneurial stew, ladies and gentlemen. I like. I just made that up and it's, it's, it works, it's right? It's flowing. It's flowing. I'm, yeah. getting, I'm getting hungry because what you just hit on was as you put in more of the reps and you learn to get up, like the whole boxing ring type thing, right? You're getting knocked down. You're getting back up. You're getting knocked down. You're getting back up. Eventually, you're going to learn a few things from that process um, right. as long as your brains aren't completely scrambled. 
uh, or, or if you get knocked out, once you become more conscious again, you might remember a few things. But that's the point is that I think the most challenging – and here, here, ladies and gentlemen, if, if, if you're smart and you listen to other entrepreneurial podcasts from time to time, they don't always have to be health and fitness and lifestyle related. That's why I mix it up. But you can correct me on this, sir. It's Everybody's talking about the hustle. Right. But then these other, there are shows now talking more about, well, put in the right reps, uh, you know, do the right. work, but do the right work. Have, right. have here's, here's the thing. I'd love to see where you're going to go with this. You got to have passion and you got to mm. follow your passion. How many people coach that? And then people are like, okay, well, how do I make money off my passion? Right. And then people yeah. kill themselves trying to figure out how to make money off their passion and then destroy their lifestyle in the process. Right. And it's, it's never an exact, first of all, it's never an exact science. And, and if you only are about the pat, like, look, I love, I just mentioned Netflix before my favorite thing in the world, in the world is at night after like me and the kids, we, we, you know, everyone takes the showers. We all got the pajamas on. We go downstairs on the couch, we pop some popcorn and we'll watch a show, we'll watch Stranger Things or a cooking show or something with me and my, my four kids. That's my favorite thing in the world. I'm really passionate about that. But no one in the world is going to pay me money to watch me sit on a couch. Really? No? <laughs> and, uh, no, I, I have not cracked that code. Now you can say, well, Ryan, maybe you can do reviews like a Rotten Tomatoes and you could review this stuff in Family Friends. Okay, that's one thing. But now it's, now it's like a job and now it's not as fun and now it takes the fun out of it. So you should be, you should enjoy the topic. You should like it. Uh, but it, it's, it's really, it has to be something you like. And I don't know if it's passion is the word or excite. It, it's got, it does have to make you want to wake up in the morning. But I can't wait to do this. Um, and it should be aligned with your skills as well. Sure. Uh, so if you're, if you're really passionate about something, but you suck at it, if you're really passionate about woodworking, but every you know, sculpture looks like Woody Woodpecker, the hell that means i don't even know what i'm blabbering about but that no I like one's actually gonna... i haven't heard about woody woodpecker in you years. haven't heard of... yeah, well, i awesome. said woodworking and i just thought of woody woodpecker for, for our millennials uh, out there i mean i hope that you guys are bringing back some of the old school cartoons classic so uh woody woodpecker we just was, aged was, ourselves by he, I, we did i know woody woodpecker was the man uh or the bird whatever the bird. the hell he was uh, the he's the little man so you've got to find that kind of figure out what you're what you're also really good at what you enjoy doing because there's going to be and it depends on the type of business you're creating. So if you're doing more of an information marketing product where, or business where it's, you're selling information, whether it's books or eBooks or courses, or you're doing coaching, which is a lot of the stuff is really popular in the marketing space. Um, then you have to say, okay, how am I going to get people to buy my products and services? Cause it's going to end up, you, there's the product creation and then there's the traffic slash marketing. Okay. E E-commerce, right? There's the, the products you're selling, and then you have to get people there. So do you like doing video? Or do you enjoy writing more? Are you more like this is a podcast, right? Do you, do you want to be the host? Do you, are you going to be the expert? There's, there's a lot of different things you have to figure out. Um, maybe your passion is being what I call the host model, where you love being a podcast host, or you do love doing online summits, and all you want to do is interview people. You're not necessarily the expert, but you're really... Maybe instead of passionate, it's more um, curious. I think yeah. curiosity is a really powerful thing because curiosity is going to let you dig deeper. 
if you're interviewing someone, you could ask those really good, juicy questions. Well, you just hit on a very important subject to me. I've brought it up in the show many times. I've Sometimes I probably bring it up too much. Maybe I'm justifying it subconsciously, but people are like, oh, I, I've, I've never been on a podcast like this before. When I, every time I finish a show, people are like, by the way, really love the f- open format. And yep. I'm not trying to like pat myself on the back, but I will right now. I'm like, because everybody, not everybody, but most shows have like this Q&A structured format. I have co-hosts who try, Awful. they come on the show like you, they sign up, they register, they come on, and then they send me their pre-approved list of questions. And I, I look at it and I'm like, well, thank you. That goes in the shredder if I actually printed it. Uh, but this is my show. So to your point, yeah, I love hosting it- a show. Why else did I launch it? And why else do I have an open format? Because I enjoy these real human conversations. This is a great life tip for the listeners out there, right? Is that you can only do so much over instant messaging, Facebook messaging, Mm -hmm. text messaging, video messaging, FaceTime live. Actually, I'll pause on that. FaceTime actually is a good thing because you're having an electronic face-to-face. So that might help Mm -hmm. a little bit. But my point I'm going here, your feedback is be curious. Be intrigued, want to dig deeper, use your active listening skills to prove to the person you're talking to, like, oh, I hear what they said. Let me dig a little deeper into that. Right. And well, it shows you're listening. And it, it, if you are doing any type of interviews, it's much more interesting. There's a, there's a quote from, uh, if you ever saw the movie, I'm going to date ourselves again, planes, chains, and automobiles. Oh man. Where he says, you are bringing back some stuff today, man. (laughs) He says, well, if you, here's a point, you know, if you're ever going to tell a story, have a point. It makes it a lot more interesting for the listener. Um, and that's the thing, too. When you're doing an interview, ask good questions. I, it's funny you brought up the whole asking questions. I was interviewed about a week and a half ago, and the guy ahead of time emailed me. He said, here's what I'm going to ask you, and there's like 30 questions. And we, right before we get on, we start chatting for a minute. Before we start, I, just, I said, I just want to tell you something. I didn't read any of your questions. I don't want to read them. I don't want to know. I just want to have a conversation because it's just it because then you'll cut me off when you because you want to get to these questions. And then he started asking me questions. He kept like stopping me. I said, stop asking me questions. Let's talk. And I said, and I'm not going to answer the freaking question. What's your favorite book? What book do you recommend? If you had to start over and start at zero and you had no money or resources, no, you had one eye and you had a limp, what would you do to make money? Enough. Let's just talk. I, and thank you, Scott, <laughs> for showing that you can actually have a podcast or interviews without this stupid list of questions. It's here's the problem. It becomes a crutch. I've I've spoken yeah. actually. I'll be back in, well, in actually, about, I think it's about a month, almost a month out. Uh, Mid Atlantic Podcast Conference goes on just outside of Philadelphia, and it's a smaller you know venue. They're still building it up. It's only a few years old, but mm-hmm. I spoke. I, I, I well, actually, when I launched this show, it was the week that I went to my first podcast conference, which was that conference. And then last year they invited me back to speak and now I'm going back and speak again this year. And that's kind of part of the stuff that I'm learning. Like I'm, I'm there, I'm immersing myself in the environment. I'm learning from these other professionals, like we'll call them professionals. People have had shows way longer than me. And from what I've observed is that, and I'm a voracious podcast consumer. I consume tons of audio content and audio books because I travel so much. Why listen to the radio when I could be, I call it the mobile university. Right. Never stop learning. And I find that the Q&A can become a crutch. Like you, you're, you're, yeah. you're almost, you, you think you're setting yourself up for success, but I think you've actually set yourself up for dependency 
and you, you can speak to this because the only reason yeah. why you're, you're passionate about this is I have a feeling somebody interviewed one time. I'm going to, I'm going to guess you can probably, you can tell me I'm wrong, but somebody interviewed one time and you probably like just trickled in some amazing nuggets of knowledge and they just blew right over them. Like they didn't even exist. And they're like, you're probably like, you, dude, we could have dug so deep and that would have blown yeah. this interview up, but you so, missed it. So, I, I mean, don't forget, I've been, I've been online now for about 20 years. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you're going yeah. back to the nineties. I was, I, I blast yeah. back to the, remember the BBS days? Oh, BBS. Yeah. What was, I oh, oh people, like the electronic bulletin, bulletin boards before it. websites. I went yeah. there. I went See, there. See, I wasn't, I wasn't like really, I was never, that was the thing. I was never like a techie. Um, I just like business and marketing and stuff. So, you know, I just, um, it, the, the amount of interviews I've done over the years and, and so many are, especially with podcasting, the explosion of podcasting, it's just the same question, especially when I was more, people knew me more as an entrepreneur as opposed to like a health guy. And it was just sure. the same five or 10 questions. And I would give such good stuff and the guy, they'd be like, I'd say like, oh, and then you do this and then here's how you make a million dollars. Great. So tell me your three favorite books. Like, are you kidding me? A, you could have asked me how to make a million dollars right yeah. here, right now. I get so frustrated with that. And because I am my whole methodology for teaching. So I used to work in a children's hospital and then I was a gym teacher in the South Bronx. And I worked with all the kids from the inner city and kids at youth at risk and kids with disabilities, all this stuff. And that's you can't, that's awesome. Oh, thank you. That, but that's my background. That's what I love doing. And you can't come in there with like, a, an agenda, and here's, we're going to do this, this, and this, because they won't allow it. They'll push, they'll push back. <laughs> yeah. It's their you, national so you, psychology. Right. So you've got to just come in and be like, let's go. And you have to be able to think fast on your feet. I love the beauty of youth. Uh, actually, before we started the show, interesting segue. This will connect up nicely because you have father of four, right? Yep. And they're, and they're downstairs cooking you dinner right now. Right. They are my, my, I have three daughters and a son. So my, my daughters, they're, at, they're all like days away from turning. They're about to turn 15, 13, 11, 9. <laughs> they're all two years apart. Oh, that's um, pretty good ratio. And my, yeah. And my, my oldest daughter, my 15, and my whatever, my 11 year old are love cooking and we love watching cooking shows. So they texted me. And I said, why don't you guys, because they, they baked a pie from scratch the other night. And I said, why don't you cook us dinner? So they're so excited and they, they texted me the whole shopping list. So I went shopping. I, le I left my office at three o'clock, got a whole shopping list. And now downstairs they're making chicken and they're making salad and they're making de homemade dessert. So I can even smell it right now. I, I'm, um, I'm hearing it. And uh, again, listening, like you just said, left my office around 3, 3.30. So you're creating the life balance. You're, you're controlling yep. your schedule. You're putting family first. We're going to dig back into that yep. in a bit. I know we will. Yep. But yep. to finish this thought up is I'm not a father. I've, I've coached kids for years. I spent 11 years as a USSA ski race coach in the Pocono mountains wow. and, uh, trying, trying to, trying to wrangle 30 to 50 kids. Like that old saying of, Oh, it's like, it's like hurting cats. Yeah. I think it's worse. But, uh, <laughs> the point is this one thing I learned from coaching, at least in that specific sport is youth. The beauty of the youth is they're just like we were, we were kids once you're still in that crushing knowledge, absorbing, sponging, and they're so aware, so alert and so aware, unless they're face deep in a video game, which mm -hmm. we've already discussed. Uh, it's they're gonna pick up if you're genuine or not. Oh they, yeah. They haven't. Their blinders and their filters haven't 
engaged yet from maturing into, into adulthood. They haven't been swayed one way or the other, or they haven't learned how to tune everything out yet. So everything you're talking about right now is beautiful because it's like, guys, like that's the beauty of youth. I think if there was a way to create youth consultants to mm. come into a company and teach them about being genuine and, and being active yeah. listeners and actually caring about the conversation, like I think a kid could actually help teach that. I don't know. The right, yeah. kid, the right kid, the right kid. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, exactly. The right kid. And um, it's, it's actually really sad. And I, we won't have to spend a lot of time in this, but it is kind of sad what you see now with, with technology. And technology is great. You know, look, look what we're doing right now with technology. We couldn't have done this even five years or eight years ago. Uh, it's amazing. However, with every good, there's bad. And, and you go out, you go to a restaurant with my family, and I'll see four teenagers sitting at a table over from us. All of them are on the phone. Hmm. I'm like, then why are you out? Like, just put, the, and we're really strict with that with our family. My, my only one of my kids has a phone. She got it finally when she started high school. Really? None of, yeah. No one else. New, wait, has you, one. you have a New Yorker. I, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. New Yorker family in Connecticut. I went a little Massachusetts on that, I think. Yeah, I don't um, know what the hell accents you're doing dude, here. Dude, I have no idea what I'm doing. Well, you said you're trying to be international. I'm now having you're going fun. To I have no yeah, idea. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. The point is, like, you only have one of four kids in 2018 yep. with a – is it a smart – it's got to be a smartphone. Yeah, she, okay. she has so, she has the iPhone. Um, I, the, there was kids I was coaching up, a, up at the ski resort, and I, I stepped down two seasons ago because I, I never did it for money. It was like, you don't mm -hmm. get paid squat. I, yeah. I actually, the past two years, I had donated my time. I'm like, here, just – that's great. I'll write it off. Like it's a, it's a not-for-profit ski club. Anyway, I'm like, I'm not yeah. here for the money guys. Um, right. But the, the, <laughs> all of a sudden in the past, like 10 years, like younger and younger and younger, there's kids with phones. Like, high like, school, high school's when she got it. Um, they're younger and than I that. Still, yeah, no, no, we, my kids won't, they will not. Um, and also we have a, a, in our bedroom here, we have a safe, a big safe. All of the, their electronics goes in the safe. Every day, so wow, they don't like, have, do you, they don't have their electronics. They could, they have to ask us, and we could take it out, and we'll let them use it for a little bit. Sometimes, not always, but even my oldest daughter, a lot of times, we just take the phone. Like when we go out for dinner, or we go out, we don't let her bring the phone with us. With her, like you're gonna go out, and we're gonna have conversations, and we're gonna talk to people, and we're gonna we're gonna have family dinners, and we're not gonna be on the phone. No phones, no electronics at the dinner table. Walking around the house with that, none of that stuff. I'm, I'm old school, but that's why my company's called Rewinds. Like yeah. Rewind, I play into the nostalgia, and I'm and it's about. Which, Take by, by the way, we really haven't done a good job doing screen sharing today. Please, please keep going. I, I got to share the site, ladies and gentlemen. It's very colorful and healthy. Oh, thank you. And, it's uh, fun. Keep going. Keep going. But anyway, yeah, yeah so, again, literally. But that's, yeah. I mean, so we really beautiful. do try to kind of play into the kind of fun, fun retro stuff. Uh, even though if you could see in the middle there, the, our, our box, you could see a little bit of picture there. I guess if you scroll down, maybe you can see more. It looks like a boom box. Uh, um, I didn't zoom in until right now. Yeah. yeah look so, at that. Uh, ladies uh, and gentlemen listening, go to rewindtoday.com. If you listen to this, pause it. And if you're not driving a car, open up your smartphone browser and you can bring it up. <laughs> but if you zoom in, because iPhones, for example, have touchscreen and everybody else. Yeah. In the background, it's a cool little packaging. Yeah. And I love how you have a cassette tape in the middle of it. Oh, and if you if you scroll down, I think you could see we have more pictures and stuff. But yeah. you, even un and underneath that, it says this box was mixed for... Um, Oh, look at that. You see the little Michael Jackson glove. I had one of my <laughs> people do the Michael Jackson. Um, it, we, we, every person who orders, oh, we write their name on the box. So oh. every single person, we do all of our own fulfillment. So right, it's, uh, we fulfill every single order. By hand? Yeah. 
by hand. Yeah, we do every single order. We don't use a, a warehouse or fulfillment. Mm-hmm. So everyone gets personal letters. We get we put little toys and presents, and uh, we just have a lot of fun That's, with this company. It is very fun and, looking. You know, you you mentioned kids and working with youth, and that was my whole career is working with kids. I was a recreational therapist and a gym teacher, and you know, I have my four kids, and I just want to keep playing. I want to have the sense of fun and joy and youthfulness and a lot of time we lose that. We tend to be so serious. Even those interviews just are annoying, you know, with question, question just let's just play and have some fun. So uh, we're, we just launched this, you know, as of this interview about seven weeks ago. And uh, yeah, and it's, uh, it's, it's going well. We're, we're, we're rocking. We're selling lots of bars and, and people loving it because it was all based on my own health. That, yeah, that was me. That was my before and after. Where? Yeah, so if you scroll far enough down on the site, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to get to um, an impressive transformation, sir. Well done. Uh, Thank we'll you. Talk and- with all about healthy lifestyle and yeah. perfect segue because you're. This is what I. This is why I don't edit. I don't edit the show. If people end up dropping profanity, I don't care. But stuff like this, like your brand, your site, like, dude, I'm going to share my before and after. Like a lifestyle shift is important. It's not just about weight loss, even though this is yeah. an impressive. I mean, look at that. It was, yeah, it, it was it was about 30, a little over thirty five pounds. Because um, the, the funny thing is, but you know, before on the left, that was that was I used to be a trainer, so for a while, I was a pretty well. I had I created a workout videos, and I was on the training team for Men's Fitness Magazine. Yeah, and they even called it the world's fastest workout. So I was becoming a well known fitness guy, and then I started gaining weight. You know, I was captain of my college track team. I started gaining weight, and it slowly started to happen, and all this stuff kind of fell apart um, over the course of a few years, first losing my mom to cancer at 63. And it was like just wow. devastating Sorry to me and my loss. family. Yeah, it was tough. It was right after I had my fourth child. Um, then we had a nutrition company and every we, we had gone from making, it was generating seven figures a month to within a couple of weeks, we had our number one promoter left, everyone left. We just did a multi-million dollar blanket order and we all of a sudden went from millions of dollars of revenue to millions of dollars in debt, almost like within a couple of weeks. So, so that happened. And then my health, you know, you have four kids. I started eating chicken fingers. I was getting depressed. <laughs> I started gaining weight. Uh, and then I, it was getting to the point where my joints started to hurt. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I went to doctors, physical I, I therapy. I can tell you what's going on. Chiropractors. Going. <laughs> yeah, you could probably get, well, so all this stuff, all the stress, all the pressure, that everything happening. And finally it took, I don't know, four or five months for one doctor, I went to a, finally went to a rheumatologist and immediately he looked at me, looked at my fingers, looked at my hand, my toes, all the symptoms. He said, you have autoimmune disorder. You have psoriatic arthritis. And I said, all right, doc, well, well what does he, that mean? Here's the other question though. Yeah. If what's the root cause, what was, right. what was, what was adding to that? It, it was, it was a stress. It was the bad nutrition. It was all this stuff, you know, adrenal fatigue, all this kind of stuff setting in just being overwhelmed, uh, you know, having the four kids, losing my, all this stuff was just, it was really, really rough. So the doctor, so I said, okay, so what are we going to do? And I, you know, I have a master in excess physiology. I knew it was autoimmune and I knew there was inflammation. And he said, well, first thing we're going to do is put you on methotrexate. I'm like, well, wait, that sounds serious. I said, that's like, he's like, he said, yeah, this is chemo. Um, I said, I said, you got to put me on chemo. He's like, yeah. He, he's like, just make sure. I said, isn't that bad? He said, well, it's a medical band aid. Sure. 
Yeah, he's like, just make sure that you're not around people, you know, who get sick because then it can be really serious. I said, Doc, I got four kids. Like, someone's going to have sniffles. He's like, well, we're going to have to get you in every week. We're going to have to take blood tests. I said, well, isn't this just, like you said, isn't this a symptom? Isn't the autoimmune symptom? Yeah, isn't something causing it? And he said, well, yeah, he's like, yes, but we don't know. So we basically got to kill everything. And look, I'm not, I'm not blaming the medical profession and saying every doctor's bad. Look, they're trying to do the right thing because he just doesn't know. No. Like he's, he's been taught to, here's what happens. Here's the autoimmune. Here's, and you just kill it with these drugs. That's what he's taught. He's not doing it to try to hurt me. So I said, well, I'm going to go out and try to figure this out on my own. He said, look, and then come back and we'll get you on the drugs. And that was five years ago. Never been back. Um, kind of healed myself, changed my nutrition, reduced my stress, lost the weight. I could actually, I, it hurt so much. I couldn't even snap my fingers. It hurt that much. I, I could barely walk. And now like I'm back to the same weight and pants size I was in high school. So whether it's your condition, celiac disease, arthritis, mm-hmm. diabetes, heart disease, I've had some powerful experts on this show, legitimate doctors, legitimate scientists, um, because the health demographic, if I had to pick one of my top three domains, it's health. Um, even though mm-hmm. it, again, it comes back to health, business lifestyle, it's all intertwined. Right. And it is all connected. Everything you're talking about, it is frustrating. I take you could tell I was like I was holding myself back to conference. I, I had to let you keep going. I'm really. You wanted to ask a question. What are my favorite uh, books? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but the frustration is that I know more, and this is a risky statement. I've said it once before. I know more than the average MD when it comes to healthy nutrition. Mm-hmm. and ways to clean up your lifestyle. I know about the balance of the hormonal impacts to leptin and ghrelin. Those are nicknamed the weight loss and weight gain hormones. What triggers them? I live a very aggressive, uh, my client is a very successful podcaster. Um, he, he trademarked the, the branding of NSNG, no sugars, no grains, because we, he's literally creating a, a fat documentary movie right now about the truth behind healthy fats like olive oil and avocado. And mm-hmm. we, can, we can go deep down the well. Yeah. And the whole point here is that, yes, a, a drug, a pharmaceutical might be necessary depending on the situation right. initially. Right. But again, I call it the medical band-aid because you're just treating a symptom and I know this is more of Western versus Eastern medicine, but what's the actual root cause? Because that is the sustainable long-term benefit and impact. Absolutely. To get. Yeah. And that's uh, what you had to go figure out mm-hmm. on your own. So I'm going to stop yeah. and get off my soapbox because, and help you continue because you are about to dive into the importance of becoming your own inner physician and doing some of the self-taught education, unfortunately, that you had to figure out. Am I wrong? No, you're absolutely right. I mean, I had to figure out what the heck is going on, what's causing this inflammation. And, and, and here's the truth. It was pretty obvious, right? Like, I, I figured it was going to be- chicken nutrition. fingers? Really? Come on. Right, right. You know, um, it was pretty It was pretty friggin' obvious between the nutrition. I, I think to me, the, the two big ones are nutrition and the stress. Um, so I had to go on a, and, and I'm not saying detox, like a nutrition, like a, a simple, I call it like a simplicity, like, Simplicity to me was the key. It was trying to make everything as simple and non-stressful and as easy to follow as possible. And that was the path I went on, simplifying my business, 
simplifying the systems I do with my business, simplifying my family relationships. Like I used to travel all, a lot, not all the time, a lot, uh, because the way the internet marketing world works is I would go to these events or I had my own events. People, you know, you fly yourself in, you go, you do your one hour talk, you sell some product, and then you split it 50 50 with the revenue, with the, the event producer. Yeah. Rock, so rock, I, rock like a little back of the room sale or yeah, something. Yeah, like yeah, you know, and I did that for years and I did well, but I always felt kind of weird. Uh, and I'll, I'll tell you this one really quick story, which this was like a turning point with the business stuff where I'm about to go on stage, or I don't know, about 2,000 people, very, very well known marketer. And his event producer, right before I go on stage, says to me, Ryan, you got one job and one job only. And I'm excited. I'm, I thought he was going to say, rock the stage, kick ass, you know, change lives. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> and he goes, here's, here's your job. Your job is to extract as much money from every person in that room. And that, it just. Holy I, soulless I, Batman. I thought I, I misheard him. And it, then I realized what he said. It felt like, I remember physically like breathing. Like, I, I, what, like, and my life was like, what? My, my life was kind of flashing before my eyes. Like, what, how far have I come from years, not that many years before, I was working in a children's rehab hospital with kids with spina bifida and cerebral palsy and spinal cord injuries in wheelchairs and working with doing adapted aquatics. From that to now, my job is to extract money from people. Like, I couldn't be further from my mission in life. Well, let's pause on that. So, yeah. If it's okay. So to, it, I mean, yeah. it's, it's the worst phrasing ever. Uh, the guy needs to be coached on his, yeah. uh, his coachability or his coaching techniques, but it's okay to say extract money from people in an audience if it's going to benefit them because you need to have skin in the game in life, right? You, you give something away for free. What do you get out of it? So I believe like for, as I increase my events, my trainings, my coachings that I go, I go and attend, I start spending more. Only because I've learned. It's like, okay, well. His was not coming from the right place. His was. Yeah, no, that's, that's, just, that's cold it, as ice. Just take money from them. Um, and I'm, I, look, I'm a capitalist and I'm okay with people selling. Yeah. If you have a good product or service and it delivers not only what you say it's going to do, it, you over deliver. I don't care if someone invests $1,000, $5,000, $10,000. If they get more value back, great. It's great for you. It's great for them. Yeah. I, but if you're selling something even for five bucks and it's crap, then you should be selling it and you're wrong. Uh, so, but it just felt, cause I knew him, I knew what he was talking about and it just felt wrong on so many levels. So I wanted to get back to how do I simplify my business? Um, so I stopped traveling and speaking. So it was about six years. I said no to every single speaking event. I mean, wow. big events, six years, no to every single one because I was going to refocus on my family, the relationships. I've always coached my kids sports, but I coached even more. I was coaching like two, three sports a season. And, uh, and that helped. And then, you know, simplifying my nutrition. Uh, the, the big change for me is why I started this rewind company is I, I knew for me, I had to win the morning. I had to start my day off. Right. I couldn't find anything good to eat in the morning. And then all of a sudden I'd grab like a donut or, a and I would just, or I would try. And that's, I, that's just a fast burning process, sugar bomb. And right. again, going back to my points on, on leptin and ghrelin, you just threw off your body system. It's crazy. And, yeah. And, and, and look some, and for some people, Intermittent fasting works, you know, and they don't I, eat. I didn't you. eat until two o'clock today. Yeah, I, I, and I, I get I, it. I did a shot of olive oil this morning, and then I, I made my fatty coffee. But I, right. I'm, I, I didn't always do that. I'm at, right. I'm at a different place in the timeline. That's and if it works for you, that's great. Yeah. Didn't work for me because all I did was freaking think about food all day. So I, I knew for me, I wanted to have something in the morning that was kind of lightish, that had some fiber, that that tasted good, 
that was quick and easy because with four kids, I don't have time for crap. So it was a bar. And I tried it. I bought like 50 different bars. I tried different bars. Most of them tasted like crap. Although I started to lose weight and started to feel better because at least I had something in the morning. I said, why can't there be a bar that has greens and fruit and fiber and it's vegan and it's gluten-free and doesn't have any anti-inflammatory properties? Uh, so I, there wasn't, so I created it. And that's why I created this company. It was purely to, the whole idea was, let me create something that's really, really good that I could have in the morning. And that's, but you know, we talk about passion. I was really passionate about that. And that's why this business is working because I am excited about it. It's something I'm, I was really curious about. Uh, and it was, you know, then you got to find the right idea in the hook. So now I know if I'm going off on little tangents, but. Uh, no, no, no. I, I, it's interesting because I'm a marketing guy and I'm a branding guy. So I, I geek out on this stuff. So I, I wanted to kind of segue into a little bit just for my own benefit and yes, a listening audience too, but. Screw the audience. Yeah, right. I mean, really, it's not about you guys. <laughs> yes, no, it's all about you guys, or else why am I wasting my time on a microphone? Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, there is a little self. Uh, yeah, I enjoy these. So, yeah. but the, here's the deal it's rewind today, the branding. I mean, clearly, you, you needed a life change. Mm -hmm. Your lifestyle wasn't working, the life balance wasn't working. Uh, your cortisol levels were through the roof from yeah. adrenal fatigue. I can speak yeah. to that. I learned that the hard way serving as a as one of the elite hotshot wild and firefighters out west. That's where fire and the logo came from. I, wow. I left the corporate world and did that for two years thinking that was going to help me figure out what I was supposed to do. <laughs> Great adventure, by the way. Uh, That's cool. And then it just That's what life is. It's a journey, right? It's It was a, it was a journey. And <laughs> But there's so many, especially now that I've had the, shot, the podcast for two years, it's like, I just, I never know what I'm going to bring out of my memory next. And it's like, oh, I didn't know what adrenal fatigue was until I did that job. I didn't know about, okay, for six months straight, 2,000 hours in six months, and I'm eating what the fire camps feed you. I was never in a position of putting my body through that level of stress. 16-hour yeah. shifts on the fire line. Can imagine. Food is everything. Like. Yeah. We were literally, we had cargo pockets in our fire pants and, and we, we had, we had, we, we hiked in with seven quarts of water, electrolytes, you know, you had, you had MREs in there. So if we mm. didn't have food, we had to eat freaking MREs with the preservatives. So at the end of the six months, you know, your, your summer fire season, you got accumulated exhaustion. You have apparently adrenal fatigue. Um, if I wasn't taking advantage of my few days off that we got, for proper rest and recovery, which I did a good job. I was doing Cairo massage. I would go to movie theaters and sit there by myself and watch a movie. You know, whatever. best thing in the world, by the way. I love that. Still do it to this day. Thank I do you. it all the time. My fiance, she's like, you're a weirdo. I do it all the time. You got four kids. You got to do that. Oh, <laughs> anyway, that was a segue. The point is, is that you reached a point in your life. Luckily you woke up. I reached a point in my life then, and then still over the years as I continue to find my path is that my health and my fitness has always kept me going. I've always been the high energy guy. When my, when I become a, I'm gonna go ahead and say it, when I become a dick or a jerk, what did I do wrong that day? I knew it, it's like, was there something off on my nutrition? Or mm -hmm. you know, what's happening in my lifestyle? Am I not, it, it's not just food, it's the rest, the recovery, the sleep, everything is tied together. Now amplify that with a stressful job or a stressful relationship. All these things are tied together. And you've spoken to all of that. Oh, by the way, you're trying to raise four kids. <laughs> yeah. And your rewind was, well, I'm just guessing. 
and me outside guy looking in, I'm like, you know, I purposely, when I look at rewind, I'm like, well, I could start a whole new chapter, which you technically did. Mm-hmm. But I, maybe I should be hitting the rewind a little bit and reminding myself where I came from and where I was before. And it's like, it wasn't rocket science back then. Yes, it gets a little harder as you get older. Hormones yeah. are important to keep in balance, blah, 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 which is why fueling your body to fuel your lifestyle is more important. So yep. I'm just intrigued, like, where, I guess, dig deeper into that rewind today. Because me outside looking at them, like, I like it. Because I'm like, dude, let's, let's hit that rewind switch. Let's go back to wh- what yeah. was I doing then? Now let's rebuild that cycle and figure out the hacks to get me back on path. Right. It's Well, rewind has, it really does have, it's kind of cool as I, keep doing this, it kind of has many layers. Um, there's obviously the, the rewinding, like the years, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's getting back to when you felt really good because there's, there's, a, there was always a point for most of us, most of us that we felt better, right? Before, whether you're, uh, you're 25 and you felt better when you were 17 or you're like me, almost 46 and you felt better when you were 22, like <laughs> rewinding the years, like physically, right? Feeling better feeling like you used to feel like remember when you felt great like that feeling so there's that part um then there's the fun kind of nostalgic part of it the because everyone thinks their generation you know we're we're gen x you and i so of course we think music from you know the 80s is better than the new stuff most of us I, mean, I, 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 like I, I am stuff. a bit of a '90s guy. I, I'll give. Them oh, okay, that. so so maybe maybe '90s. Okay, yeah, you yeah. Can, you could even go. And it's and for, for Gen X, it is '80s and '90s, right? I, mean, um, I, did, I did start listening to a lot of Metallica, Megadeth, Iron Maiden. Okay. Oh, so you were the harder stuff. Okay. I, I mean, well, again, my buddy I, who taught me about BBS boards was a guitar player, and he used to play a lot of that. So yeah, and I I I loved all. By the way, I loved all music. I I mean, it, well, when I was college in '90, and I loved the early R&B, hip hop, and and Belle Biv DeVoe and, and, you know, some of the run DMC stuff. And I love, even my mom used to listen to Frankie Valley and oh, Neil wow. Diamond, Neil Diamond and Motown. And you are diversified. You know, oh, every, everything. I listen to everything. Um, except honky tonk, not in a honky tonk. That's the only thing I won't listen to. But anyway, so, <laughs> that was bad. but, but, but that was, but I, I like to kind of tap into that fun nostalgia of, you know, remember when it was kind of fun and, we don't want to live in the past. Like it's good to remember the past and think of some of the good times that you had and to smile. Like my, we, when I first came up with this, I'm like, okay, we're a health company. And I'm like, well, we're an anti-aging company. And then I started writing emails to my list. I said, you know what? We're a happiness company because Hmm. when you're feeling better physically, you're happier. When, if you wake up in the morning or, and you see one of our posts and we do a comment, if you're our age and I talk about the breakfast club, maybe you think of it, you smile. Or if you're older, I mentioned, <laughs> yeah. Or I mentioned like eight track tapes, so someone who's a little bit older remembers that and they smile. Or if you're a little bit younger, you know, maybe I'll say Backstreet Boys. Like, oh my God, I remember the Backstreet Boys song. So whatever you know, it you is, know they're touring again, right? I, by the way, they have a hit now. They have a hit song that's back out now because oh my my, my daughter knows it. Uh, which more power to them because they're they're getting up there too, and I I think that's awesome. So I if I could make you smile and feel good. So there's that kind of rewinding that and, and rewind obviously has a lot of plays on the physicality, the, the analog of rewinding a cassette tape, rewinding a VHS tape, mm-hmm. that, that physical and, and digital and online, all that stuff's cool. But I still think there's, well, you see a big uptick in record, vinyl records. I started collecting vinyl records again a couple of years ago. 
people are buying kids, young people are buying records yeah. and books, ebook sales are going down. Regular physical book sales are going back up. You know, mag, there are more magazines being published. Like people are saying, okay, we kind of reached the pinnacle with the digital stuff. Like we get it. Everything could fit in here in this, all the music, but there's something about like it's, a record and putting it on the thing and talking about it and holding it. Well, it, it's what you're, what you're referring to. I, I keep, I tie it to this because I've done a lot of training over the years is in coaching is there's the, the VAC method, which is the, it's either you're a visual learner, an auditory learner or a kinesthetic learner. So there's something to the physical touch, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, there's great uh, memorization studies that I've read and studied, which is you can try and type something, but when you physically hand write something, mm-hmm. it's like boom! It's like it's like an instantaneous upload of the brain into the long term memory. Oh yeah. So oh, that's how I'm, that's how I used to study when I was in college in the university. I was like, oh wait a minute, I'm just gonna go back and rewrite my notes. I'm gonna show you something. Everyone asks me, you know, how am I so productive? How can I have four kids and run these businesses and do all this stuff? I'm gonna show you the world's best productivity tool. You ready for this one, Scott? Is, is this the hack for the mil- making a million dollars? Oh, look at that! <laughs> that's my. That's still my. Sell them? <laughs> like two dollars. The, the black and white. Uh, I forget what they called them. There's a name for those. Uh, Composition notebooks. Yeah, yeah. I, I. This is I. This is my to-do list. My notes. Uh, you know, I did a coaching thing today, and that this I still use this, and it feels so good. Um, so I, I'm a little old school with that kind of stuff. So that, so that's, you know, I'm in terms a, of rewind, I, mean, I, I have a different style, but I mean, yeah, I, I have a it whole works. stack, a whole stack of, of books in there. So whatever works, like yeah. I always tell people, if it works for you, that's great. But that, you know, in terms of rewind, that there's rewinding the physical years and feeling better and then smiling and, and remembering some of the, some of the good memories. Nostalgia is, is good, mm-hmm. but you know, so you learn from the past and then what we're going to start doing with the site is we're going to do some new uh, writings and videos. And we're going to call that a new section called fast forward because we also want to look ahead, okay. right? Like how are we going to take some of the stuff we learned in the past and, and get better? And then how do we take those skills and now get it moving forward? So we continue to feel better and move better and be happier and all that kind of stuff. So it's, you know, entrepreneurship. We talked before about getting back up. It's also, agility like you have to be agile and you have to move because it's very fluid and what you think might work doesn't necessarily work and that's what i was saying just you can't out hustle a bad idea um Mm. you can't out hustle bad math if it's not working you have to move and and some entrepreneurs get so emotionally attached to their idea and they're not willing to budget this is it this is going to work and this is what i want to do but if the market's not responding you've got to you either have to change it adapt it uh, change things around or you got to let it go popular uh well uh, speaking events i've gone to or conferences is uh the new well the past couple years i see i hear more of the power of shift or the power of pivot yeah you you don't always need to you don't always need to kill the idea but you gotta be ready at all times to go back take it to the drawing board man like okay can we tweak one more thing can we shift one more thing to your point, time. though, eventually you may burn all of those bridges. And it's like, dude, we just need to stop because all the energy that you're dumping here yeah. cannot be reallocated here. And a, right. a classic quote is, um, well, everything you say yes to today is something you can't say yes to tomorrow. Because if you start down a path today and you're going to put 80% of your energy into that new company, well, what if, this, what if a greater idea comes up tomorrow? Are you ready to shift? Are you ready to pivot? 
and go with that better path or you're already so emotionally tied where it's like, I, I, I can't. There's only so much right. bandwidth you have. Right. And, and you, have to, you have to be okay to move and move fast yeah. um, and make decisions and try new things. Entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur is, there's some risk involved. You obviously want to be conservative. You don't want to risk your house. I'm not a fan of you know, burning the boats or, and you know, <laughs> quitting your job. There's people say, oh, quit your job and, and it'll you, put the pressure on. And you have all the time on. in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Or, or quit your job and it puts the pressure on so you're going to make money. That's the worst advice in the world. All it does is add even more stress and now you're freaking out. No. Build, so what I did when I was – so when I left the hospital job and then I was working as a gym teacher, I part-time built my business until I had – I didn't leave that job as a gym teacher until I had six consecutive months of inc more income than I was making as my full-time job. Six months consecutive. Not one month, not two months, not a month good, down, and then up. I've had to learn that the hard months. way. I've had to learn that A lot of people way. have, Scott. Like, a lot of people I, I'll have. I'll be perfectly transparent. My largest client, most of my income – I used to work for her and then left and then tried a couple of different, you know, entrepreneurial endeavors did not have the, the, the biggest stress to me was the financials. Cause mm. Hey, there's bills to be paid. You need to survive. Yep. Yes. I could put all my time into this, but it's like, dude, did you set yourself up for success though? Was there a little bit of planning? Was there financial game involved? And I didn't yeah. do that the first time around. It, it, it was a it was a giant lot, crap shit. A lot of people haven't, and it's real. It's really risky, and it's not good to do that. Um, Cortisol you just levels, have to be, stress. Right. I mean, look. If if you need that kind of pressure to be successful, then something's broken. Like you have to be able to say, "This is what I want. This is my goal. This is my vision. This is where I see my life. I'm going to get there. Let me be patient and do the right things, the small steps. Because if you want to build, I'm talking business wise. It's a long-term game and everyone's in for the short money. And when you do that, you make some really bad decisions. That's one thing I do appreciate. Even though Gary's like, going back to Gary Vaynerchuk, he's all hustle, hustle, hustle. And he talks long, go, game. but he does every once in a while, finally bring some of the wisdom back into it and remind the guys like, guys, it is a long game. Yeah. Like, no, he does. I, yeah. Like I said, I agree with a lot of stuff he says, just yeah. not all of it. Um, I, I guarantee well, you though, he doesn't do this on his Instagram. That's right. What's that? Right there. Oh, shit. Oh, look at that. that. See, that's my, that's where I usually film my, my, uh, my podcast interviews. I was waiting to I share have the whole this. This is great. wall of, I have the whole, all the records, the vinyl records and the posters. So and ladies and stereo. gentlemen, you can follow him on Instagram at, at rewind today, just like rewindtoday.com. It's also linked on his website. All this stuff will be in the show notes too. I'm just reminding people of this stuff because we are coming to the end of the show. But yes. I love this share on Instagram because you could see there's your vinyl. Uh, you, you, it's so old school, but new school. That's what I love about it. There's Ferris Bueller, man. Uh, oh, yeah. Breakfast Club. The other thing I enjoyed in here, what, one, what was the other one I had found earlier? This was, I, you're sharing some of the transparency, the behind the scenes of the business here. Yep. So there, there, there's, he's, he said this earlier in the show, ladies and gentlemen, they, they hand pack every single order. He's showing you. I'm there at my a, a literally at, a little mini yep. assembly line. <laughs> that's it. That that's the orders going out every day. I'm I'm there every single day overseeing. I'm I write most of the notes myself. Yeah, I love that stuff. I, I like we were saying the physical world. I like being there and doing that stuff. Are you so, still uh, doing this uh, free ebook thing? Uh, no, no, that's someone else oh, did a promotion. Okay, yeah. I, again, I'm looking he, at a photograph on Instagram. He put so. his uh, he put his little um, screenshot in the background. Yeah. There. Uh, but again, back to the cool packaging. Uh, again, literally, oh, hold on. Yeah, because we do have to come to that. But oh. idea just popped in my head. Do you remember with your boombox, 
That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We said boombox. FYI, boom I got I got to track down an old school boombox because I'm doing a heli skiing wedding wedding in Banff in Alberta, Canada. It's famous for uh, ski movies and everything. Mm. Gorgeous mountains of, of Canada, and so heli skiing, helicopters, heli. Yeah, you know, we're going into the yeah, backcountry. You're country. out of you're out of your mind. Okay, it's awesome. Anyway, yeah. but we are going to have a couple of resort days in Banff. Well, hardcore skiers that we are. We got to have a retro '80s day, so everybody's bringing out so. breaking out their old retro ski gear. I need to track down a badass old boombox because I'm gonna go skiing down the mountain, rocking the boombox. But got I got to make sure it's a double decker so I yeah. can play, pause, play to set up the secondary cassette. Remember that? <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Well, on. There's nothing wrong with the double cassette. And then you could also record off of one. Well, then you got to do your own sweet mixtape. Well, hold on. Here's my point. You made a mixtape. Yeah. There, there could be a future rendition in your product launch your product, or maybe branding. Not, not the packaging, but like maybe there's a new theme you come out with where it's like, oh, hey, guys, when you're ready, to, don't forget, like life gets busy. You're hustling. You know, you're, you got to fuel, right? So it's like, hey, I'm playing right now, but I got to pause and fuel up and then play again. I don't know. Take that, take that, use that. I, I I'm know. taking it and running with it. I, I like, when are, you, when are you guys, well, let me, let's, send me an email offline and then I'll, I'll make sure you guys, for your 80s night, you guys have some rewind bars to keep you guys fueled. <laughs> yeah, it'll be, it's, it's going to be an adventure. Uh, she's, she already, she already has her, her wedding day ski jacket uh, bought. She already, she already found this cool, like her retro ski outfit. I don't know who wore this. It's like women had the big wide shoulders. And oh yeah. It take it. The, the waist is so tight and it goes flares out. There's a matching headband hat and gloves and, and it's like a shimmery bluish green. I was like, Oh my God, baby. That's, 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 pri- awesome. that's prime retro. She, that's the way you do it. And you have to wear it with tights. <laughs> well, what other way is there? I, I figured you'd appreciate that. So I, I love that. That's awesome. Scott. <laughs> well, listen, Rewindtoday.com. I love. I love it. You had so much fun with this branding. You could tell you had passion yeah. behind this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, li- but we'll listen. I close out all of my shows with our fans, listeners, and everybody getting to hear some final comments from you, the guest co-host. And I love your messaging. I love your family. I love the lifestyle. I love the fact you're doing this for a bigger picture. The things you've done for children in the past. So this is gonna be easy for you. What's an all-encompassing message you want to kind of leave behind for audience? If they forget everything else they learned about you today and what you're trying to do and trying to help people get healthy with this company, using yourself as an example, but like, is there something that you'd like to help pass along to our listeners? You know, I think in life, you just, as best you can, just do the right thing. Um, It's not always the easy thing. Sometimes it's the harder thing, but just do the right thing. But in terms of, the right thing, treat, the way you treat other people, serving others, um, doing the right thing for your family, doing the right thing for your clients and your people who are buying from you, doing the right thing with your own nutrition and your health and exercise. Just do the right thing. There you go. I love that. And, it, and, it's, and it's the old Spike Lee movie, do the right thing. And but, it's, uh, it's short enough that we could hashtag it, do the right thing. There you go. Right? You're, you're a hashtag machine. Uh, apparently, sometimes to a fault. But uh, well, listen, <laughs> hang tight. I want to give you proper hashtag to a fault. <laughs> I want to give you proper <laughs> proper goodbye off the air, ladies and uh, gentlemen. I had fun with the show today. I hope you guys gained, as usual, a ton a ton of healthy tips because they were very subtle. But again, go to rewindtoday.com. Learn more about his journey. Learn more about his product line. What he's trying to do. 
some people are into bars, some people are not. But at least you learn about these companies that are trying to make a difference, and it's not going to become a giant manufactured preservative filled hunk of no you wait know what <laughs> and we're, we're starting with the bars wait till you see some of the other stuff we have coming everything see. is it, it's vegan it's organic we have some really cool stuff coming so we're there just getting- there, there's a lot more to come ladies and gentlemen oh yeah oh we're rewinding the shit out of you all right well listen <laughs> hang tight probably goodbye off the air ladies and gentlemen again make sure you check Thanks, out rewindtoday.com Make sure you follow him at Rewind Today, Instagram, Facebook. Again, all this stuff will be listed in the podcast show notes for the blog article. And obviously, we'll be sharing this all over social media for you guys to follow. But again, thanks for tuning in to another powerful Live the Fuel show. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, you too can live the fuel. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Hey there, Live the Fuel listeners. This is Scott Mulvaney, your chief intrepid officer, your podcast co-host and founder of Live the Fuel. Just want to take one to two minutes more of your time and give you a little extra value at the end of each of these episodes. Uh, First off, I wanted to make sure you guys got over to livethefuel.com and actually took advantage of my Super 7's resource guide. It's a free offer. And it just gives you uh, 21 different resources to fuel your own health, business, and or lifestyle success. Just some of the tools and applications that I've used and books that I've read uh, over the years to help me grow in a personal and a professional mindset. Now, while you're on the website, hop on over to the supported brands section. I created a new section on the website just to promote brands that I grow and have trusted in my personal and my professional life. I mean, there's, there's applications on there that I use in business-wise, but more importantly, healthy lifestyle-wise, there's companies that I've had founders on this show. Just quick name drop them. You got Eat Pilly Nuts, you got Pure Vitamin Club, you got my connection with Isogenics since 2010, since I was wild and firefighting. Love to be able to help you get healthy and fit, lose weight or improve your athletic performance, or heck, in my case, I'm 40 now, age better. And uh, another quick little plug on there is Villa Capelli. Love their olive oil. And real quick note, Villa Capelli and E-Pilly Nuts, I have my own discount code. So go to lilyfield.com, click on the supporter brand section to get into the resources page, and you'll see my discount code. So enjoy that. Now, while you're on the website too, I've also now built another new tool for you guys, Fuel Library. So the Fuel Library is obviously, as it says, it's a library of the either digital audiobooks from Audible or physical books that I've either purchased, uh, borrowed, consumed, etc. Uh, heck, even actually half of these authors I've actually now had on the podcast. So feel free to go to Fuel Library. I've divided it into health, business, and lifestyle directed sections, and I've been building that out. I'm still looking to add a lot more content because there's tons of authors and amazing books out there. So again, go check that out as well. And then uh, two last things for you. One, Please, if you get a chance, get over to iTunes and give this show a review. It's going to help us grow the exposure and help other people out there in the world find Live the Fuel and also find these amazing co-hosts I bring on here to help them influence and hopefully positively change their health goals, their fitness goals, their business startup goals, their lifestyle, etc. So please, submit a review. I would love to be able to start reading your reviews on a future podcast. And the last thing I'm going to go in here with is my disclaimer. I'm throwing disclaimer in because honestly, I talk a lot about health on this show and business and obviously health and fitness impacts your lifestyle. So please, if you are suffering from a medical, 
illness, a disease, etc. Remember, podcasts in general do not replace professional advice. So if you have concerns, please go obviously consult a professional. I do bring amazing professionals on this show, but in the end, this is free content that we're sharing over the podcast world. This does not replace obviously a one-on-one consultation, whether it be with a business consultant, a, a lifestyle coach, etc., or obviously a health or medical doctor. So again, that's just my quick disclaimer. This is free content take it as such, but please see your professionals. Thanks for listening, gang. Talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at livethefuel.com.